Oh, boy. Now we got to talk about this episode? No, I don't want to. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm Maddie. I'm Ryan, and this is the Mutant Ages. I'm struggling to get energy to talk about this episode. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Do you want to restart? Like, <laughs> No. No. Okay. This is the Mutant Ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men, and we're watching Wolverine and the X-Men, which is wildly swinging between episodes I love and give a five out of five, and episodes where I don't understand why the episode exists at all. I know. Or why it was written. And we are on one of those. And I am so baffled by this. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power grow in us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. And all of their adventures, more than anyone should. to hear about the queer subtext or the queer coding of the X-Men, there's none in this episode. So like, we don't need the, the whole purpose <laughs> of our podcast. This episode takes a queer character, a canonically queer character in Mystique and makes her so straight, straight as an arrow and also so out of character, like wildly out of character by the end. Like I would say she goes from kind of seeming like Mystique in sort of like the beginning of the episode to like over time by the end, I was like, who is this? Yeah, at the beginning of the episode, she has some lines that sounds like Mystique from X-Men Evolution. And I was like, ooh, yes. we're get regular Mystique. I liked it. But then she's crying about how she's <laughs> like... And she's crying and sobbing because she loves Logan what? so much. What? <laughs> Okay, like I'm all, I'm all here for alternate universe ideas, yeah, but and like there is there is an actual alternate universe where they have like a kid, right? I was trying to Google this, but you know how Googling Marvel know. alternate Wait, universes is. I don't think I've is. ever heard of that. Yeah, what? let me find it for you. I guess I'm just stuck on the alternate universe where Logan's actually gay. I mean, that's <laughs> also true. Okay, Ray's Darkholm was the mutant son of Wolverine and Mystique. Ray's? Yeah, Ray's. <laughs> Like R A Z E. Oh wait, I did know about this character. Wow, I forgot about it. Earth thirteen seven twenty nine. Um, let me see what comic he's in. Oh, Brian Michael Bendis and Arthur Adams created this character. Well, he's blue and he's right. got claws. Okay. Well, so I guess the theory is that these two would have hooked up because they're both the oldest characters in another universe. No, no, but, but like it's in like... this universe, they're like, well, both Mystique and Logan don't age, so they've been around here since the eighteen hundreds, just chilling yeah, out. Yeah, and that kind. Kind of makes sense. I, I mean, that isn't how this episode works. No, though. it doesn't. See, that I would believe more. Okay, I was like sitting there being like, this doesn't even work within this universe's canon that it's set up. I was like, I what? know. So basically, Mystique is replacing Silver Fox, which that's a mistake. Yes. And I don't like that. They should have just kept Silver Fox in there. It would have worked it way been better. Interesting for them to be like, here's an alternate universe where Mystique underwent the Weapon X treatment. I think that could have been an interesting story. Yes, which is essentially what this episode is about, is that Mystique was also... I don't know what we're doing with Weapon X in this. It's like we keep on coming back to it and adding more bonkers ideas that I'm like, just leave it alone. Just let it go. Well, the other part that's weird about Weapon X on this show is that Weapon X still exists. Like, Weapon X wasn't destroyed when Logan breaks out of the facility. Like, they are still around and, like... You know how we were talking about how many people Logan's killed in Weapon X? That hasn't happened on this show. Like, no, Logan escapes has. Weapon X, but, like, Dr. Cornelius and Professor Thornton, they don't talk about Logan killing anyone when he left, you know? They don't say that. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe I don't know if that did. happened. I don't, know. I don't really know. I don't think he did, because Professor Thornton keeps being like... Wolverine's fine. He we brainwashed him and let him and let him run off. Yeah, oh, actually, you know what? That's a good point. Because later in this episode, Wolverine is like 
at Weapon X and he's like, Mystique, we got to go. They're experimenting on us. And she goes, oh shit, you're right. And they leave. Yeah. Like, that's what and happens. It's, it's so weird. Like, all they do is run away. And because their memories have been wiped, Weapon X is kind of like, eh, it's fine that they got away. Like, it's bad, but it's not that bad. But I, I feel like we're building up to a moment where Logan does kill everybody at Weapon X because this this show in so many ways feels like an X-Men Evolution sequel not because it's like good but because (laughs) but because logan still feels very young to me on this show do you know what i mean like he still feels so young that it's like certain key aspects of his life haven't happened yet somehow i'm trying to remember an x-men evolution if it would have even fit for mystique to have gone through to weapon, have been x. In weapon x I, yeah not really but we know so little about her on that show which is part of what's so cool is that she's mysterious and we don't really know her deal okay well also x-men evolution's version of mystique is probably the best animated version of mystique it's so cool she's so fucking badass on that show and also so tragic yeah and it's perfect it's like the perfect blend of qualities for her. So then in this show, I was more just saying like the Wolverine being young part of it is what I was getting at. Like, it feels like he hasn't undergone his entire backstory yet. So they're kind of delivering pieces of it out of order. So part of that is that Weapon X hasn't become a closed loop yet. Like Sabretooth and Maverick are apparently still working for Weapon X doing Black Ops missions, which is apparently what Weapon X does, by the way. We find out I in guess. this episode. I mean, for whom, I don't know. This episode's really hard to follow, by the way. It is. And I don't know if it was because I was lying there in my bed falling asleep watching it. Honestly, but Ryan, it's not. That is not the reason. Okay. Because I was watching it and taking copious notes, and I was like... I don't understand what the fuck is going on. And I was like DMing you during it every couple minutes too and being like, were you? What the fuck is this? Yeah, oh, wait, if you, you look at, if you go back at Slack and you look at it, I was That's like, right. what the fuck is going on? Like every two seconds because I was so mad. No, well, this is one of those weeks where I was at work every day and it was like start to finish meetings all day so any messages that came through during that time just became part of like the bbq that was my brain at that point so whatever <laughs> you like said so me. just in the background i was screaming about how mystique is out of character well i mean you weren't the only person messaging me there were so many people asking things and i was just like i feel like my brain is dying i know i'm sorry and now i'm making you talk about a terrible episode of this show oh my god i okay so i'm torturing you i'm sorry this is really funny this is the first episode episode of the mutant ages where i did not take notes because you didn't have time it just didn't fit with my schedule like there's so much stuff going on i'm gonna try to carry you through it but also if you were gonna pick an episode not to take notes during this is it's it. this one because it, it's like what who cares i don't know it's sad because when i was watching the episode i felt like there were some interesting things that were going on that were not being explored and i felt like the design of it in terms of animation was really cool and i was like i feel like this is almost something that could have been interesting but mm-hmm. it's not and i don't know what <laughs> the actual issue is but i feel like it's very close to being something that would have been relevant also i felt like it was really hard to watch mystique fall in love with logan for a couple different reasons one being like when i first watched this back in the day i thought it was just weird i thought it was hard to watch mystique fall in love with logan because mystique would not do that and also mm-hmm. this should be silver fox but also now watching it almost 20 years later and having the Krakoa age where they've resurrected Destiny and they've been able to openly let Mystique be queer with her and be like, this is my wife. Yes. This is my love of my life. Yes. And like, that's the person she's known for like hundreds and hundreds of years. It's not Logan. Even during the time of this show, like it's yeah. never been explicitly said at that time, but it was always hinted at by Chris Claremont. And then- yep. You know, over the years, they've done flashbacks where we've been able to see Destiny and Mystique together. And now it's just so prevalent in the Marvel Universe that these two characters are together again. And they're the ones who are meant to be, not Mystique and Logan, which is how this is presented. I just couldn't. I I felt really grossed out in a way. Like, yeah, it reminds me a little bit of like the plot line we've been making fun of where Bobby keeps trying to ask Kitty out where it's like. This is wrong, (laughs) but it's like that times a billion. It's like, this is a queer character. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Please stop. And I know they weren't canonically out at that time, but they've always been referenced by the writers and hinted at 
in both the case of Mystique and Iceman. And it's what's crazy to me is that like I'm watching this and I just feel like hurt in a way by this TV show because like it's not the first instance because I know I'm referencing Mystique right now, but I think maybe one of my problems, one of the many issues and challenges that this show has is that it has like all these interesting concepts and plot lines and it doesn't stick to one. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, X-Men the animated series would do a bunch of plot lines, but it would wrap it up in the same episode and then reference it later. We just keep on starting new plot lines. We're like halfway through the season and we're starting yet another plot line. I know. And I'm just like, what's happening? And it's sad because Christopher Yost is a good writer and he does do a lot of great stuff for the X-Men. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where in terms of production it happened where we had both X-Men in the animated series and X-Men Evolution where the queer subtext was so loud. And then this show which is when we were actually struggling to get gay marriage legalized. This is 2009. Like, like this is... was totally straight. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we keep on trying to pull parts of this show apart where we're like, okay, so these characters seemed queer for these reasons. But then it goes nowhere. No, I know exactly what you mean. We're like really stretching it. We're really stretching it. I think the last, was like two episodes ago with Mr. Sinister being Dr. Frankenfurter is the closest we <laughs> even got on the show. Where it was like okay, yeah, that Mr. Was Sinister an incredibly and like queer all, episode. <laughs> all the gay characters were just subtly here and it was great. And I think even though the episode had no plot substance and was bad, you and I loved yeah. the shit out of it because finally the X-Men were being gay again. I know. I, and so anyway, <laughs> I had a lot of issues watching this because Mystique is just so straight and it's mm-hmm. that is not who Mystique is. She's also out of character. Like it's 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 the combination of both. The Mystique mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this episode should be called. It's it's the Mystique mistake. Yeah. I I don't know. I guess we can get to it. We may as well recap it, but I hundred percent agree watching this episode was deeply frustrating for me it felt like this episode and also the other christy nord episode should have been cut entirely like they shouldn't even have existed at all which is unfortunate nearly because i do think the concept of christy nord is kind of cool because there's a point in this where laura's just randomly introduced for like five okay, seconds x23 is in this episode for two seconds why because they have to add characters in every episode Ryan, they're introducing so many characters that they don't have the space for here's the like, thing is that I think season two was going to lead up to a really cool X-23 Christine Nord. Was it, Ryan? Because the way this season went, it seems like they don't know how to pace anything anymore. Like, they're just spiraling. That is true, too. But also, I would love that team up. And I think if it had happened, Christine Nord probably would have been reinvented for the comic books. And I think that team up would have been cool. For the record, I don't think Christine Nord's a bad character. I think she's a great concept. They don't do anything with her. I think this episode and the other episode both don't do anything with her. In this episode, she spends the entire thing in a cryogenic freezer just being a damsel in distress. Which is insane because like the beginning of the episode involves Logan being like, I'm going to come to you. And Christy's like, you know I can take care of myself and instantly and is captured. Can't. And I'm like, oh my God, really? Like, yeah, why? I can't fucking deal. Okay, so let's let's get into it. Previously on the X-Men, um, we get to see the scenes of Mystique breaking into the mansion and being like, why don't you remember me, Logan? <laughs> yeah, at the time, we didn't know it was going to be this shit. I know. I'm so mad already. Um, and then we also see Sabretooth and Logan's flashbacks. Uh, Logan screaming about his memories. And also <laughs> we get the little preview of Dr. Cornelius and Professor Thornton talking to each other in their weird holographic Skype room, which we're going to get to see again, because I don't know why this is how they communicate, but they like enter a hologram. And um, we also get reminded that Maverick was brainwashed to not remember his daughter, Christy. So that's all we really need to know. And then we get Uh, Lights up on the X-Mansion. We get this Jessica Jones intro where Logan's phone is ringing and then he knocks it off the table. He doesn't destroy it like Jessica Jones would. Um, He's naked. I also appreciated that. (laughs) No, like 100% naked. I appreciated that. I also appreciated like the timestamp in terms of how iPhones didn't exist yet. Yes, it's a flip phone. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's like a little Samsung. How cute. Yeah, it's cute. And it's uh, it's actually Mystique calling him, by the way. But we don't know that. We just hear a mysterious woman's voice. Also, how did she get his cell phone number? That's never explained. I'm not going to question that. It is Mystique. She gets a lot of information. She does get a lot of information. Um, So anyway, she got Logan's cell the last time she was in the X-Mansion. She like quickly checked Hank's cell phone at the time um, and got the number then. (laughs) Which is like all texts 
from Logan being like, from Logan. Hank, Hank, are you in there? What's for dinner? <laughs> Hank, wait, I'm Hank, coming where home. are you? Hank, I'm going to be late. I got to go to Canada. Honestly, I- here's what it would be. It would all be voice memos from Logan where he like doesn't know how to text. So it would just be like fucking voice memos. Where no, he would text, but it would, ha- it, it would be like unreadable because it'd be Logan texting and putting extra letters and things and then autocorrect adding words so like and then writing like this is logan at the end like worrying that no one will know who it is and like like the way my dad texts where he like signs every text to me or whatever <laughs> like every text is like a fucking poem where i'm like dad you didn't need to write all this information here <laughs> He's like, like thanks what? comma dad yeah. oh my god <laughs> Oh my god. No, Beast is like texting Logan being like, are you going to be home for dinner? And Logan's yeah. like, can't out Carnival Land Canada Weapon Z signed Logan. <laughs> like, a weapon spelt with like two W's and then one A. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's one A, but no E. Weapon Z. <laughs> love this this is funnier than the episode will ever be to me i could talk about logan's text for the next hour but unfortunately we have to keep and then, going and then, and then and then amazingly like beast is in a room with kitty and beast is just staring at his phone and kitty looks up and she's like oh logan must be testing it. <laughs> and kitty's like do you need a translator um, <laughs> yeah. so anyway um logan walks naked down the hallway to skype christy nord because now he's worried that she's in danger because he got this mysterious phone call and he has a little sister relationship with Christy, which is actually really cute. I like Christy Nord. I like her as another little sidekick for Logan because it's classic for him. Yeah. He's also like a surrogate dad to her now because obviously she thinks her dad is dead. They don't know yet what's going on with him. And he calls her and he's like, I want you to lay low for a couple hours. And Christy's like, why? And he's like, I don't know yet. I just want to check things out and I'll come visit you. And she's like, I can look out for myself. And he's like, don't remind me. And we get a little flashback to the time when she kidnapped him and like and tortured like him. the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get him flying the X jet to Christy's cabin. And when he arrives, she's already been kidnapped. Right. Also, the cabin's been like blown up. Yeah, because I think she used her powers to like crash some of the helicopters, but like failed somehow. Honestly, I don't know how she could have failed. Like, how the hell would they kidnap her? I don't know. Anyway, they did somehow. I don't know. The helicopters crashed. Well, it must have been Sabretooth is my general guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, And then he hears, Logan hears a twig snapping behind him. I don't know why he didn't smell her, but it's Mystique. Well, sometimes he can't smell her scent. That's canon. You're right. That's true. So there's that. It's from X-Men Evolution, too, where, like, she got the power up. Also, she's not hiding. She's just standing there, and she's like... They already came. And Logan's like, you know, do Logan shit. (laughs) Yeah. And then we get the intro. And then we come back and Logan is like, where's Christy? And Mystique is like, I have no fucking clue. I see. This is the part where I still like Mystique because she's still being fun. There's two scenes where she's awesome. And then, well, there's okay. She's got a lot of cool fight scenes. She does have a lot of cool fight scenes and sneaking around scenes. So I will give her that credit. It's just the very end when I'm like. I want to die. Anyway, (laughs) so Logan is like, who does know where she is? And Mystique's like, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? That's a Weapon X chopper. And Logan is like popping his claws, like, you know, getting all in her face and being like, what do you know about them? And she's like, only that they're in the business of turning mutants into weapons. Right. And that's enough to be of concern to Magneto. So she's working for Magneto. Or so we think later she is like, I'm actually doing this for myself and not Magneto, which doesn't make any sense because I actually do think Magneto would have assigned her to do this, but whatever. And Logan is like, if you're working for him, why are you calling me? I don't know when exactly they reveal that she was the one who called Logan, but I guess I didn't write that down. And Mystique is like, because if anyone can get her back, it's you, which is the beginning of the stupidity from from Mystique on Logan. But why were Christy? I don't understand. I really don't understand the motives. They don't explain it. And it's like, it's not going to be explained. Yeah. It's like, why is Christy the last straw? Like, shouldn't you be trying to get Maverick back or like shut down Weapon X or like, What's the situation here? I don't know. Well, okay. So what's the next scene? Because I already forgot. (laughs) 
So Logan says he can follow the helicopter because the craft left a thermal signature. And she has a little backpack because they're hiking through the woods together. And then she's like, well, I know where the safe house is, but I'm not going to tell you unless you take me with you. Yeah, that is such a mystique move. And I was like, oh, sweet. She's got to be fun in this. And then I was wrong. She has some fun moments, as we said. Um, And Logan is like, the last thing I need is help from one of Magneto's spies. And Mystique's like, the longer you wait, the less chance you'll have of getting to Christy in time. That's the line. I loved it. I was like, that's... I know. It's fun. And I know... What's funny is that she's got such a very different voice in this from X-Men Evolution I because... Know. Like, a much more, like, calm and like femme voice. Yeah, she's... But I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it either. I don't like, I just, I don't like the uh, lines they write for her, but I do kind of like her voice. There's, this is not a dig on the voice actor at yeah. all. She does a great job. I just am so used to X-Men Evolution's Mystique where Right, where she's got the husky. husky alto. Yeah, but right. in this one, she's she's more... I don't know. She's, she's just a little bit higher, more of a treble. I don't know. No, it's just a different vibe for Mystique yeah, overall. I mean, she's still Mystique, right? So, well, for now, anyway. So they see another ship, which is a Weapon X ship. They're they're following it in the plane, and the plane is like, we have a craft on fast approach. So here's who's on the plane. There's a couple of Weapon X guards, and there's Maverick. And then also, I believe Christy is on the plane in a box, but we don't see her yeah, yet. Yeah, Christy's in the Snow White case. Yeah, she is in a Snow White case. And so Mystique sees that they're arming their jet, and Logan does a bunch of evasive flying maneuvers and then shoots a missile at the other ship, which would kill everyone on board. But I don't know. I, he's funny because he's on a rescue mission and he's like, fire missile. Boom. <laughs> and it's like, Jesus Christ, Logan. And then he stands up and he's like, can you fly the plane? And it's like, what was your plan if she couldn't fly the plane, Logan? Like, what were you going to do next? I don't you know. already stood up from the controls. And Mystique is like, yeah. <laughs> and then Logan jumps out of the plane off. <laughs> Onto the other plane, smashes through the windshield and like tears apart the guards with his claws. And then Maverick walks over and Logan is shocked to see him because he's like, holy shit, you're alive. Which kind of props to Logan for recognizing Christoph Nord with all of this crazy shit on him. Like he's wearing like a mask and like all that stuff. And so then Logan and Nord have a fight scene where Logan doesn't want to fight him. And he's, he's like, like, I want to make out with you, but you don't remember me. <laughs> Yeah, which is tragic. But he's also like, you've been brainwashed. You're under their control. And this person in the Snow White box behind you, that's your daughter. Yeah. And we see some shots of Christy lying down in the Snow White box. And Maverick doesn't actually have any lines here. He just keeps growling and punching Logan, which is sort of annoying. Or sexy, depending on who you ask. Um, And Logan is like, you left behind a little girl. This is our kid. We're supposed to raise her together. And Maverick is like, I don't know who you are. Okay, so what's really interesting to me is that I, when I was trying to find any queer subtext in this, that is what I took away. This is the closest you get. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I did feel like Logan and Maverick were two dads to Christy. That is something that felt real to me. I mean, now they kind of can be. Yeah. Because at the end of the episode, it almost has that vibe. And they are are pretty gay together in the comic book so i don't know mm-hmm. i mean i'm here for it i wish they put more of that in here honestly i do wish i that. agree i agree but it ends with like maverick kicking him out of some hatch at the bottom of the airplane and mystique is watching this from the other plane <laughs> this part is funny by and the she way she just gasps and logan falls all the way to the ground it smashes into the cement next to that coffee shop that Scott was at before when the waitress was which feels like it's just a joke like it's like why was that where he lands it makes absolutely no sense like suddenly everything happens outside this one coffee shop because it's Gino yeah anyway um so basically <laughs> yeah basically the same waitress is there and she's like what the fuck and then Logan gets up he's like hold on I'll be okay and they do this animation of him snapping his neck back into place which I was like damn that was pretty intense for a children's episode it is I thought that was really cool it is cool. It was one of the moments of the episode that I did like. Mm-hmm. And then later on, like, Logan makes a comment to Mystique. He's like, thanks for catching me, bitch. And Mystique's like, what was I supposed to do? You jumped out of the plane. Yeah, what? Mystique's like, you were falling out of the other plane, like, flying past me. Literally, how was I supposed to catch you? And Logan's like, well, this is why we broke up. And she's like, you said you didn't remember that. And he's and like, Logan's like, wait, I don't remember who you are. <laughs> 
So then we go to the Skype hologram room. Fucking God. God Dr. Cornelius is really funny on this show because every single time I've seen him, it's been like an animation of him in full panic racing Flipping down a hall going <laughs> and then pushing a button. He's like, he's like, Logan's here. They've done this on two different episodes and it's just really funny that this is it all is. that Dr. Cornelius does is run around in a panic. It's a very different version of him where he's less evil and way more goopy. He's not evil. He's just completely incompetent and they like just animate him as always in a panic spiral like he's always like okay professor thornton we gotta kill logan this time and thornton is like eh (laughs) like he's always like i don't know it's like why is it is really funny because professor thornton by the way on this show has a very deep and like evil voice where but his he does he's kind of mr sinister sounding i like wonder if it's the same voice actor it's not it's not the same voice actor well it's a similar vibe i gotta say whenever i see dr thornton i just always feel like his voice should be like this yeah Ah." (laughs) because he's like thin and lanky and bald and he has the goggles on and he just i don't know he looks like oh my god you know what he hold on i just realized what he looks like he looks like Professor Farnsworth from Futurama. Yes. That's exactly who he looks like. He's like an evil version of Professor Farnsworth. Fry is related to these people. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Cornelius is Fry because he's a redhead. Oh my god, he is a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> and so Thornton's... Who's Leela? No, sorry. <laughs> Mystique? I don't fucking know. So, oh so th- Professor Thornton is just lazily like, Logan fell out of a plane. He's he's gonna die. And, and Cornelius is like, that's not even gonna slow him down. Like, what the fuck are you saying? saying what if he gets to the safe house and thornton is like that's as far as he'll get relax i'll be there shortly this will all have been worth it once the girl's been assimilated and it's like why is thornton so fucking chill but whatever (laughs) anyway so the weapon x plane crashed into an abandoned parking lot in new york city because there's just no one around in the city shots for this part because the mrd doesn't exist for the purposes of this episode and so then logan walks up and we have this like smellow vision scene where like (laughs) logan is smelling maverick leaving the plane and we get to see it happen never seen crazy it's crazy i i didn't dislike it it was just really funny that they're like now smell a vision it was took me like a full 30 seconds of the scene to understand what the fuck i was watching i was like is logan watching a ghost like what is this and then i was like oh smell o vision i get it so Maverick and the guards left the plane with Christy in the box and they're wheeling her down the sidewalk. Like, good thing the box has wheels on it. Like, where the fuck are they going? Yeah, really? They load her onto a huge metal truck and Logan is there watching them and then, like, throws the body of a guard through the ceiling and they all look up and they're like, oh, fuck, it's Logan. And then Logan somersaults around the room and dodges a million bullets. There's a lot of fight scenes in this episode, so that's, I guess, going to make it go by quicker. I wasn't really paying attention to them, to be honest with you. And then Mystique shows up, and she's like, you could have waited for me. And Logan's like, you could have caught me when I was falling out of the plane. Mystique just ignores him and is like, I don't, I have no response to that. And she turns into Logan as well. And then the two Logans are fighting, which is fun. I mean, Mystique is fun when she turns into other characters. How far are we in this episode? I don't remember the timing of it. I, I like, I remember the sequence of this events. This is about halfway through, a little less than yeah, halfway through. I was going to say, aren't we like halfway through it? Man, we're in 20 minutes in, 28 minutes into our episode, right? And like, mm-hmm. we're already halfway through the episode and we wasted like 15 screaming about <laughs> other stuff. I don't have anything deep to say about this one. I, I mean, it's just fight scenes. You know, I mean, I literally wrote in my notes, this is boring to me. Sorry. Like, that's my next <laughs> note. <laughs> okay, it's bad that the Wendigo episode was more interesting than this. To me, yeah. I at least thought the Wendigo episode was funny. Like, I had some laugh lines with Bruce Banner and stuff. But that's what I mean. It's this, like, I wasn't even laughing. I was, like, struggling to pay attention. I, okay. The one with the Wendigo, I was just struggling to get through, and I kept up being like, when is this over? Where this episode, I fell asleep twice and had to rewind because it was so boring. I yeah. was like, uh, what's <laughs> happening? I kept just, like, checking the timestamp on this one as I was taking notes, being like, please tell me it's almost over. Like, I... I was so bored because I knew it would never matter. That's the tough part about this episode is that it's like nothing that happens in this will ever matter. It's nothing. It's like a one shot that has absolutely nothing to do with anything and doesn't even really give us any character development about Logan because at the end of the day, he's like, 
I don't remember any of this. Well, bye. And it's like, then why am I supposed to care? Typical Logan. I, I feel like this was going to be some sort of setup for X-23 for a second I season. Yes, but like, I don't, I the guess? episode isn't even about her. She's just in no, the background. No, it's not. That's what I mean. I feel like it's just like they put her in here so they could reference her later. I don't know. This... I, I don't know. Take it away, Maddie. Get, where the hell are we? There's two Wolverines. They're There's not making Wolverines. out with each other. They're not making or out. Are they're they? fighting. Because this version of Mystique is like into I Wolverine. I know. Maybe they should be making out. Maybe that's how they made it happen. I'm just going to say that's true. Mystique was just transforming into Logan while fucking Logan. And Logan's like, this is weird, but I'm kind of into it. Because at least I know who that guy is. <laughs> the only person he can remember is himself um so can he though <laughs> that's a good point uh, so while the two logans are fighting these guards maverick just quietly in the background gets into the truck and drives it away with christy in it and it's like oh well maybe you guys should have been paying attention to that and so then after logan and mystique have defeated all the guards they realize that he's gone and logan is like where'd you leave the blackbird and she's like in an abandoned lot and she just like sees him walking away towards it because somehow he knows where it is. And she's like, you don't know where they're going. And he's like, I still got to try. And Mystique is like, wait, I do know where they're going. By the way, it's funny that Mystique keeps up being like, I know where the safe house is, but she doesn't explain why she knows where it is. And also Dr. Thornton is just like, wait until they get to the safe house. And I was like, what? but it, that doesn't matter either. It's like, it's as though no character has any plan. No, in they this. don't. We're just kind of hopping from location to location and everybody's being stupid about it. I don't know. Um, And so Mystique is like, if I told you, would you have taken me with you? And Logan's like, no. And I'm like, well, didn't we already have this conversation before you got on the plane where she was like, I can help you. <laughs> but you have to take me with you. And he was like, okay, fine. And now they're like rehearsing the exact same conversation again. I don't know what's I don't this, know. This... I don't know why this scene is just, just a repeat scene. You know, like it feels like the episode is wasting time. Well, that's because it's a filler. Anyway, then we get the reveal, the answer to your question, or at least as much of an answer as we're going to get, which is Logan asking, how do you know so much about Weapon X? And Mystique reveals, because I was one of them. And it goes... Da, 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 da. It she does. looks at the camera. It does. The camera shakes a little dramatic. bit. Then somebody. <laughs> then, then it goes to a commercial break, and then comes back, and it goes action, and then starts the next scene. <laughs> and then we like quickly see Rogue moving out of the way of the shot. <laughs> um, and and then the the action starts. We see a new a new scene where we're at like this hidden facility in a cliffside, which. I guess this is the safe house, quote unquote, but it's like a full Weapon X facility. So I don't know why they're referring to it as a safe house. It's not a house. Um, and it's hidden in a cliff, like I said. So Cornelius goes to meet Maverick at the door and is like, were you followed? And Maverick's like, no, but you'll want to see this. And then he like takes out a Game Boy that like has some footage of Logan and Mystique on it. <laughs> and Maverick's like, he's got a partner. But of course, Maverick doesn't remember who the partner is because he's been brainwashed. Dr. Thornton's just playing Donkey Kong Land. And he's like, <laughs> I see there's two of them together. And it's like Dixie Con and Diddy Con. <laughs> Yeah, the next scene is Thornton and Cornelius talking about Mystique, Raven Darkholm. And Thornton is like, I knew she'd resurface someday. And it's like, if you knew that, why didn't you do anything about it? Like, this. Okay, also, these characters are all resurfacing every two seconds, according they are. to you. So. It's it's ridiculous. And so Cornelius is still straight up panicking and he's like, but what about Wolverine? They're working together. This is fucking terrible. Everything's going horribly wrong. This is where I took a note about the fact that all the lab coats in Weapon X are as long as Neo's Matrix coat and except they're white. And it's like, why are they like that? They're so long. Did you and notice because that? Because they're badass. No, I wasn't paying attention to most of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like, they no, look I like do. really long trench coats, and they're, like, not like lab coats at all. It's a look. It I is don't a know. look. They got them from the Halloween costume shop. You know, like how the Halloween costume shop always has, like, weird versions of doctor's coats? That's where they got them from. That really is what they look like. And Dr. Thornton is like, okay, well, you can't let them get to this facility. And Cornelius is like, I don't know where the fuck they are right now. And Thornton is like, then we have to evacuate the facility, which... Okay, I, I I really honestly don't know if that ends up helping them later because this episode is so confusing that I like can't tell if it matters that they evacuate. But we'll get to that. There's like a, there's a part of this episode where the facility explodes with everyone in it. And then like later on, it shows that everyone's fine. And I was like, wait, how did they get out? Oh, well, Christy saves them at the end, if that's what you're talking about. But that's it is. But like, also, it's not explained how she does it. I guess we can get to well, it when also, we get to it. Well, what I thought you were going to say is 
why does a facility blow up? Because Mystique is the one who plants the bomb. And it's like, why did Mystique no, do that? No, I remember that? that part. She's got like the Cerebro evil liquid shit that she puts into the core of the system. I don't know what yeah, that but, is. Yeah, but I don't know why. <laughs> but, I, but I'm literally like, why is she doing that? And she doesn't tell anyone else she's doing it. She's not like, by the way, I'm going to destroy the Weapon X facility. Yeah. And it's like, now everyone has to escape. Gabe, but also they were already evacuating, so it doesn't even matter that she blew it up. Well, they're also trying to get Christy, who's still trapped in her little glass Snow White case. It's crazy. I, I literally don't know why Mystique, whatever. I, this episode, again, it's like things just happen. Things just happen. I don't know why. Right. But they do. Uh, so then we go to Mystique and Logan on the Blackbird, and they're continuing their conversation about how Mystique was in Weapon X. And she says, we were a black ops unit called Team X. We did things. And we made out. Things I thought were right. But they weren't. Is she referencing trying to be straight? <laughs> yeah, she was in conversion therapy with Team Oh my God. And Logan is like, did I know you? And Mystique is like, yes. And then there's a long, awkward pause, which is like, how could Logan not pick up on this? And Logan is like, when did it go bad? I don't know. It's Logan. He's not good at picking up social cues. That's a really good point. Um, <laughs> and Mystique is like, when the professor wanted more, he brought in a scientist named Cornelius who developed ways to enhance us, sometimes genetically, sometimes surgically. And Logan looks down at his hands because, of course, he's remembering that must be when they put the adamantium on his claws. Right. And he's like, what'd they do to you? And Mystique is like, nothing. I got away because the man I loved gave his life to let me I out. I hated that line I so much. Really Mystique hated would this. Not, she wouldn't would need ever him to give his life Mystique to get her out. Ever. Ever. Mystique always finds her own way out unless it's destiny. I know. And Logan is like, this has nothing to do with Magneto, does it? And Mystique is like, no, it's personal. And this is where I was writing notes like, why do I have to watch this episode then? It has nothing (laughs) to do with the entire rest of the show. And then Logan sees some missiles flying at them from the base down below and like flies around to avoid them and shoots a missile at something. And I don't know why that doesn't kill everybody, but it doesn't. And then they disembark from the plane and Sabretooth walks out and is like, Time to fight. (laughs) I thought this was going to at least be gay, but it wasn't. I was actually really surprised. I was like, wow, Logan and Sabretooth aren't being gay for once. What's happening? Well, I don't know. Sabretooth does put Logan in handcuffs. I thought that part was pretty gay. Well, okay. I guess that's kind of kinky. But, you know, (laughs) at this point, they're like trying to push this whole Mystique Logan relationship on us. And I'm like, they really are. Yeah. So Logan is to Mystique is like, I'll deal with this chump. You look for Christy, which like, okay, Mystique runs away and Sabretooth and Logan start wrestling for the next six hours. (laughs) Mystique goes into the facility and she runs down the halls. This is where I started to really dislike her as a character because she starts like gasping a lot i hated that so much i was just thinking that like this is when she sees people she's like oh my god i'm scared (gasps) i was like (sighs) she starts doing that and i'm i don't blame the voice actor because of course it's how she was directed to perform it but it's like she seems so scared and like every time she's walking around a corner she's like oh oh my gosh oh. <laughs> and it's like what who is this, this is person this is not mystique <laughs> <laughs> like also why is not she morphed into like a guard or something yet she's still around as mystique and i was like what's happening she should be walking around confidently like pretending to be someone else which she does do later in the episode and we'll get to that but for now she's walking around as mystique gasping terrified And so then she puts the bomb into the system, which I don't know why she does this. They have evil Cerebro there. That's it. They have evil Cerebro and she puts evil liquid into evil Cerebro. And then an AI is like contagion detected system overload in 10 minutes, which, by the way, is not only going to overload, but destroy the entire facility, which like, I don't know why this is happening. Um, So then Mystique sees some soldiers wheeling Christy down the hall and looks out the window and sees Dr. Cornelius and is like, oh, shit. So then Thornton walks into a cell. And who's in the cell, Ryan? Who's there? Who's in the cell? Yeah. You don't remember? It's Laura. Oh, yeah. So sorry. I I got confused. I was going to be like, Maverick? Okay. No, they reanimated X-Men Evolution's holding cell for Laura. And it's like the big white room. Yeah. And she's sitting there. And she looks pretty cool. It's a a little bit older version of her than the one we saw in X-Men Evolution. Yes. She has no lines. Uh, No. He's basically like, we've got to go. And she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, wait, Laura, what? (laughs) 
She's been completely brainwashed. So she's like, okay, I'll come with you. Yeah, I don't know what this was about. That was kind of weird. It is weird. Um, So she follows Thornton. Uh, Sabretooth and Logan are still fighting outside. And Sabretooth is like, nothing's changed. You're still soft, which is why I have to put handcuffs on you. And it isn't your fault. I blame Mystique. You and I were unstoppable before the girl showed up and broke up our relationship. Yeah. This is the only gay moment of the entire episode, aside from the Maverick stuff. It really is. Sabretooth is just still mad that he can't be dating Logan pretty much because of Maverick. Yes. Um, and also because of Mystique. And then Sabretooth takes out this remote which controls Logan's handcuffs. And I don't know why there's a remote for that, but there is. It's like this mind control button where there just needs to be somebody pushing a button in the background. There does. And then Professor Thornton, or so we think walks over this was a cool scene i actually like this i like that it was mystique because i didn't know and i was like oh shit thornton's here i didn't here, know either and he's gonna apprehend logan and so we think logan has been actually apprehended and he's like hello wolverine welcome home and it's all very dramatic yeah and then we see them all three walking into the into the facility logan in handcuffs thornton and Sabretooth just following him and thornton is like get to the transport Sabretooth. i'll deal with our wayward agent and Sabretooth is like what about raven and Thornton's like, she's already been apprehended. And Sabretooth is like kind of looking back at Thornton like, really? I don't believe you. Which is interesting because it's like he's starting to question this. Yeah. I, I mean, Sabretooth isn't that smart, but he is smarter than Logan in most cases. Also, like, doesn't he have some of Logan's sense of smell? I mean, he probably can't smell Mystique. Nobody could smell Mystique. Yeah, no, I know. But he might be like, Thornton smells weird. So then... The AI is like system overload in five minutes because, by the way, Mystique set a bomb and now everybody <laughs> has to escape. But also she led everybody back inside, which like, I don't <laughs> know why she did that. She wants to let everybody back inside so they die in the explosion. Well, she wants to save Christy, but also Question why mark? does she care about that? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> so then Sabretooth suddenly figures out that Thornton is Mystique. Maybe because of the lack of Thornton smell. I don't know. He draws his gun. No, Thornton walks into the room. No. Doesn't he? I thought he... I, thought I watched was a... this a couple times because I was like, what's happening here? I think Sabretooth just figures it out. Okay. Because then he Sabretooth draws his gun. Oh, right. But that's when Mystique... There's an awesome animation there here is. where they show her jumping and kicking and turning into Mystique at the same time. And yeah, it it's looks very cool. really cool. Yeah. Honestly, the coolest part of the whole episode. Yeah. And she, she kicks the gun out of his hands and knocks Sabretooth out. And Logan is like, I told you to go on without me. And Mystique's like, look how well that turned out, which is kind of funny. Yeah. I like that dynamic between them. But also, like, why did... Okay, this is like a weird universe where instead of Mystique hooking up with Sabretooth and having Great and Creed, she hooked up with Logan instead. I know. It's weird. It is very strange. <laughs> so then she turns off his handcuffs using the remote and grabs the gun and follows Logan down the hallway. And then Logan looks through a door and sees his Weapon X shit and like has a flashback for like six hours oh my god i was like so annoyed immediately i was like oh man i don't know why i expected us to do weapon x episode and not have a flashback to weapon x but it gets to be a little much when logan's standing in weapon x and has a flashback to weapon x yeah it's and a then, little like, much weapon x and i'm like oh my god logan i cannot deal with you on the show i really can't and mystique also is like logan we have to go like we can't keep standing here yeah, having flashbacks she's not having PTSD. Yeah, somehow she's fine and also is the person who was about to blow up the facility. And she's like, in four minutes, this place will be a crater in the ground. And it's like, because of you, you're the person who set off the bomb. Like, what is she's this? Like, Somebody put a bomb in here. Don't know who <laughs> or why. Seems a little sketchy. <laughs> But I don't know, feeling a little blue about it. Anyway. So then we see the real Thornton and Cornelius and some soldiers who are still wheeling Christy away in her box, which has been taking them 10 hours to do for some reason. They're still wheeling her down the hallway. It's the longest hallway in the world. And then Mystique and Logan show up and start kicking the shit out of everybody. Cornelius runs away um, and all the guards get knocked out. The only person who keeps sticking around is Thornton. And Logan uses his claws to cut open Christy's box. But then... X-23 was secretly hiding behind Thornton the whole time and walks out from behind him dramatically and pops her claws. Yep. And Logan goes, 
He's like, what did you do? Who is that? He's like, your daughter. Huh? <laughs> well, he actually, I mean, I, he doesn't fully say that. He doesn't actually say anything. He's just like, I don't forget what he says. It's something he like, says X-23, this isn't the time. And Logan's like, what have you done? And Thornton's like, I've merely ensured your legacy, Wolverine, which I guess is enough to imply that they're related genetically. But I mean, it's, I mean, it's not going to be stated on this show. No. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, I guess legacy is, is enough of an implication. And then he Thornton takes X-23 by her shoulders and like guides her out of the room and the drawers close behind them because escaping was apparently actually very easy for them to do. And blowing up the facility was pointless. Yeah. And meanwhile, <laughs> Logan's just sitting there. He's like, there was me. But that it was, was a girl, <laughs> but it was still me, but it was a little girl, but me, but a little girl. And Stick's like, are we going to leave or what are we doing? Yeah. And then the AI is like system overload in 30 seconds. And like Logan has a flashback to like running up to a door and like somebody screaming James at him. OK, this is really funny that like they say that we're like they're doing this building blowing up shit. And it's like we have 30 seconds before we die. And Logan's like, hold on, hold the phone. <laughs> need to have a flashback first. And I'm like. Why? Oh my God. I mean, I get it. He has PTSD. He's non-functional, but it's like... But this like, is like really what? not the time or space to put this even in the episode. Like, it, it needed to be after the facility blew up. Like, there's a part where it blows up and Christy has saved them, but they're knocked out. Fade out from there, then show what happened between Logan and Mystique, and then fade back. Like, not whatever... This is just like watching that final Resident Evil movie with Mia Jovovich, where there was just like a billion jump cuts, and I couldn't tell what was happening. That's what it felt like to me. It is a lot like that, because we only see the beginning of the flashback to Mystique here. We see like two seconds of it, and we don't know what happened, because we hear somebody screaming James at Logan... James Howlett. Yep. Um, and yep. we we think it's Mystique. They're like, Jimmy! She's like, Jimmy! She's so excited to see him. Um, and then we see Logan and Maverick running towards each other, and Logan grabs a gun. Cradling each other. Which, in like, their why arms, would Logan grab a gun? But he each does. Other. Oh, I guess there's guns. Never mind. <laughs> and then he shoots Maverick, and then the AI is. I'm trying to make like this episode interesting, seconds. okay? It's not interesting. And then Christy pops out of the box and is like, Daddy? <laughs> and then mystique is like i'm sorry logan we're gonna die and uh it was definitely the fault of whoever set off that bomb which wasn't me <laughs> the ai is counting down five four three and like why is this happening i don't know christy puts them all in like a shell and they all survive the explosion somehow or does she use her powers or does she put them all into her, she little... uses her powers okay i don't what are her powers i don't understand maddie i'm so confused controlling rocks and so i guess there's enough rocks nearby that she can make like a cool rock oh. cave thing for them I to hide in like an energy orb or threw them all inside her little box that she was in it's like this is indestructible i don't know no she just makes like an orb and then she faints immediately afterwards into Logan's arms. So then there's a there's an ex-jet scene where Logan is tying Maverick to a chair. And Christy's like, did you know he was still alive? And Logan's like, not until today. And then he like walks over to Christy and he's like, Christy, he's not the same man you remember. He won't know you. And Christy's sobbing and she's like, isn't there anything we can do for him? And Logan's like, I don't know, but we'll try. And then we get another flashback to the rest of the Mystique scene oh because Logan God. looks out the window and sees Mystique outside standing by herself being emo. And that is what allows him to complete the vision of Mystique getting her own Weapon X tank moment where she's wearing sexy bandages. Is this episode over yet? I wish it were. No, we have to have this fucking stupid scene. Yeah, she's wearing she's wearing the Lilu outfit from the fifth element. She That's is. what's happening. She's... We could just skip this scene if we want, Maddie. All right. Anyway, so what'd you think of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. God. So she's screaming James and then we see a shot of Logan and Mystique running out of the facility together and like holding hands Head in hand. and then I Sabretooth know. lands in front of them and Sabretooth is like the opportunity of a lifetime and you run from it and Logan's like Creed this is wrong you can't force this on people and Sabretooth goes yes I can and kicks Logan in the face <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny actually yeah and Mystique just is watching this like she has no idea how to fight she's just like standing there like oh no I'm wearing bandages oh and, no and Maddie's like gonna kill everyone so at this annoying. point and Logan is like don't wait for me I'll find you go and Mystique runs off into the woods and she's like crying I was like yeah. what 
So does Logan get recaptured by Weapon X here? I guess he must. I guess so. I guess so. Or he just escapes some other time? Because he doesn't have memory of Mystique. So maybe he does have a different time where he gets out and kills everyone. Because in this one, he let Mystique get away and he continued to roll around with Sabretooth. I don't think he kills anyone because Who knows? I just don't. We'll never know. Anyway, so now we have to go back to the present where fucking Mystique and Logan are sitting there and they're like talking to each other, right? Yeah. And Logan is like, why didn't you tell me what happened? And she's like, because the man who saved me, the man who sacrificed himself so I could get away, he's gone. They took him. And Logan is like, okay, but who was that man? Which is a really funny line if you interpret it as Logan still not knowing it's him. Like, if Logan is like, wait, what? He's like, who? Oh my um, god. And Mystique touches his chest and she's like, it doesn't matter. You can never be him again. And then, like, turns away. And Logan's like, wait, it's me? <laughs> oh my god. That she walks off, I guess. There's a fade to black here. It's like very, very dramatic. Yeah, it wasn't dramatic though because you and I couldn't <laughs> stand so any stupid. second of it. It yeah. was really dumb. And then, and then it goes to the yeah, where the everybody's hanging out at the X Mansion, and Emma's here touching Maverick's head. Yep. And Christie's like going on about how she's never going to be able to have her father again. And Logan's like, yeah. And she's like sobbing into Logan's chest. Yeah. And Emma walks in. (laughs) Emma's like, so his memory's super fucked up, but (laughs) I did manage to patch together his memories of you, Christy. So he actually does remember you now, which is great. It's actually really cute. Cause then Maverick gets up and he goes, Christy. And she goes, daddy and they run into each other's arms and Logan cries and everyone's crying and Emma's just rolling her eyes being like why am I here <laughs> she's like well I guess I saved another one of Logan's exes uh, thanklessly <laughs> yeah honestly Emma's like why is this my job yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty boring job. That's how the episode ends. Is that these two dads reunited? Yeah, Mystique's out there on a cliff, yeah. also crying. I don't know, Maddie. My head hurts. I don't. I mean, I'm sorry that I didn't take notes on this episode, but also I'm not sorry because I, I think of all the things that we've watched, of all the X Men content, I have liked this the least. This episode, it was, it was bad, not good. I didn't like it. I really struggled. I think. <sighs> I mean, I think X-Men Origins Wolverine was worse than this, which is kind of funny to say because this episode is bad for a lot of the exact same reasons that that movie's bad. <laughs> They're very similar. Okay, X-Men Origins Wolverine, aside from the shit with Fred, all the other shit that made no sense, we at least were able to laugh at. True. And this, we were just mildly annoyed the entire time. Or like the entire extremely time. annoyed. Like the Mystique stuff is actually a reversal of everything about her character that's cool and independent and interesting on this show yeah even yeah it's we've already established who she is and now we're like yeah we saw her like sneak into the mansion and fuck around and kick people in the face and then kidnap nightcrawler which was like funny and weird it was a little weird and also she was telling like she's like you'll never know who i am even though i know who you are (laughs) we're like okay mystique i don't know that was a lot more fun than this where she's just like sobbing and doesn't know how to fight is this because like x-men origins wolverine had happened recently enough i looked at that so x-men origins wolverine comes out the same year as this show so there's no way they could have known about each other okay fair enough but i do think that's the reason why we're spending so much time with wolverine and weapon x on this tv show and I think all so these flashbacks is because they were trying to tie that in because i think people really wanted to know and and also this was probably shortly after the james howlett comic came out the one that both of us don't yeah, like but i also think that maybe from a marketing perspective marvel or fox whoever was like okay so we are releasing a wolverine solo movie and we know you want to make another x-men tv show but since we're doing this whole hype on Wolverine right now. It has to be Wolverine first and then also the X-Men. Yep. We're just spent a lot of time this year in Weapon X, running mm-hmm. around, nobody knowing who they are. Sometimes characters change. Sometimes they don't. It's yep. absolutely crazy and I could not stand this episode. I told you, I fell asleep twice and had to rewind towards the end where it's like, what's happening? I'm so bored. Like, There's <laughs> nothing of consequence in this episode to the entire TV show. I know. And it has all these conceived ideas that I liked, like maybe a potential Laura and Christy team up, but Mm -hmm. that's never something we're going to see. All this shit with Mystique and replacing Silver Fox with Mystique is a mistake. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. It is like, and you could do alternate universes. And usually I'm here for that because I like the storytelling challenge of doing an alternate universe, but 
they just literally took Mystique and plastered her on top of Silver Fox. And I was like, what if it's the exact same story as Silver Fox, except now it's Mystique. And it's like, it doesn't work because Mystique is so gay. And she's so badass. I mean, no offense to Silver Fox, but like Mystique's powers would allow her to escape almost any situation easily. I know. And also like... I don't know. I I have a really hard time with taking a character who's canonically queer, even at that time that this was made, and now watching it when politics have changed so heavily in favor for LGBTQ people. Yeah, especially like because she was dating Destiny on X Men Evolution. Like, remember that? Yeah, I like, know, Destiny's I on know. that show. Like, they already did it. They already had them be essentially married, even though marriage wasn't legal. They're like I clearly know. partners. I just, right. I, I don't know why they... But then also Mystique's like tripping and crying and gasping and like being sad that she's not in love with Logan and then like being scared and like, I was like, none of these are this character. This is kind of the backlash that the MCU was existing in, the sort of anti-feminist backlash where like, we never got the Black Widow movie, we never got any female characters in the MCU for the first 10 years. This is the time period that we're in right now. And like, this is also the time period where Mystique gets retconned into the Jennifer Lawrence hero because female characters aren't allowed to be complicated anymore. They have to just be like little girls who like worship Charles Xavier and liberal politics and like aren't revolutionary at all. Like I, the list goes on. Like it's just, this episode is emblematic of so many problems. Well, let's hear Emma Frost. Okay, but Emma Frost's depiction in First Class isn't great, Ryan. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But I don't think First Class had come out yet. Okay, but you're right. Emma is fucking amazing on this show. You on are this right show, about she's that. Great. She is great. She is great. But like, I, I just, this episode represents so much of those problems to me where it's like, this is where things take a turn and we're only now getting back to like, anything being good again you know do you, do you i am I, by the way i wonder if logan came back to the x-mansion and beast was like so where were you now honey and Logan's like <laughs> well turns out that mystique and i used to be in love and i don't know how to handle this and beast is like oh so you're just dating me because i'm also blue aren't you it's like <laughs> yeah it's like kurt mystique me i'm seeing a pattern logan and like slams <laughs> his door logan's like what's the pattern what do you guys think the pattern is <laughs> like can't figure it out and then beast opens the door he's like ask rogue and rogue stand there she's like yeah logan you ain't never around sugar and then she slams her door too he's like why is everyone screaming and then like bobby just slams the door for fun and then he opens it. he's like i thought it was funny it's like what are we all doing <laughs> uh see these are the things i wish the show would do and it won't we don't have we don't have a who's that x-men doing no we do not i'm giving this a zero <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say X Men Evolution did have those those scenarios we we're talking about with people slamming doors and be dramatic, and that is the failing of this TV show. And being gay, <laughs> it's like that that show was gayer than this show, and it came out earlier. Like how? Why? A part of the reason why this episode is really bad is that it introduces this concept that Mystique it was once part of Weapon X and was in love with Logan, and it's supposed to be presented as like emotional character development, but it's so flat like everything else on this show like all these characters like i'm supposed to just believe that they have personalities that make any kind of fucking sense but like the relationships they have with each other don't make sense and also there's no emotional stakes on the show at any point in time and it's really really tough to do that mm -hmm. after watching x-men evolution and i know i say this every single time we record an episode of wolverine and the x-men well and it's, it's why it's not working for us i mean you've said it a lot like they'll introduce a character but not actually introduce them like they'll just show the character to us and be like isn't this cool this is a cool cameo and it's like we need more than cool cameos we actually want to know who the characters are like you need to show me what their deal is okay, like who the fuck is this when it gets to the point where we're standing there watching these episodes and we have to google the wiki page for the episode to figure out who the characters are not because we don't know who they are in the comics but because they'll be well, because they're not actually shown to us it's literally just a picture of the klein stocks like i can't <laughs> yeah. just like recognize characters based on that i'm like i need more i need i need to like see something even for this uh, yeah. i was like 
that's got to be X-23, right? But I actually did look it up before the reveal where she pops her claws because I was like, it might not be. I literally <laughs> don't know. I don't know. And, it's and like, she's one of my favorite characters ever. And I still have to look it up because she has no lines. She's not introduced. Okay, you know what's crazy about this show is too is that like they have all these plot lines that are super interesting and all these pieces to their universe that I think would work really well. Like those first three episodes of the TV show were really good. And they've since then introduced last week's episode was great. That's what I mean. They'll, they'll introduce like other concepts that were like, okay, this is a great concept, but it just falls short on all of them. And I know that eventually some of them are going to get wrapped up towards the end of the season, but like, I don't know. It's like, it's just, everything's flat. This episode's also like a zero for me because I obviously couldn't even stay awake to watch it. I mean, I barely could. And I was watching it like yesterday morning. Like I was so annoyed watching it. Like truly I, this episode is offensive to me. Like, I guess we can do a who's gay section, but I'm like pissed off. Yo, let's do it. Let's do a who's not gay section, Maddie. All right, Maddie. Write a new song for that. Who's not gay in the X-Men? Why is this show so straight? It's Mystique. Sabretooth. Logan. Like, why was everybody straight in this episode? Okay. I, I don't know. I know you were being charitable in the sense that, like, well, like Maverick the, you know, and Logan. Maverick and Logan and Sabretooth handcuffing Wolverine. But well, it's also, like, also, like, Maverick and Logan, like, raising a child together is pretty gay. But, but like, that's not really what the episode's about. That's not what's being presented, though, because Maverick doesn't even remember Christy until the, like, last two seconds. And then, as it's fading to black, Logan and Maverick are like, all right, we're going to date and be two dads. And meanwhile, Beast is like, what about me? <laughs> Anyway. Well, but also Logan doesn't even talk to Maverick in that scene. No, he doesn't. Like, he walks away as Maverick is remembering who Christy is. He leaves. I don't think we're going to see Maverick or Christy again on this TV show. I don't either. I think we're literally never going to see them again. The bulk of this episode is Logan and Mystique dating, which I just, I can never, I, it's whatever. Like, I... I get why in an alternate universe they would angry fuck like that, I believe. But I don't believe this shit where Mystique is like sobbing and being like, Logan, you're my one true love. love. And you are a man. You are a true masculine man, which is what I'm into. And I forget that, man. (laughs) I'm sorry, Logan. I have to leave now. (laughs) (laughs) Weapon X, I gotta go. I am losing my fucking mind. Anyway, so this is zero... And next week, I hope we have fun because next week is hunting grounds. Let me read you the description. Mojo takes Nightcrawler and the Scarlet Witch from Genosha to put them in a TV show. Oh, it is fun. While also forcing Wolverine to attack them by controlling his mind. Yeah. Spiral and the Reavers also appear. It's like, like it's totally wackadoo, but I'm I loved down. every second of it. I'm down for that shit because it's like great. you know what the pirate episode made no sense, which was my complaint about it. But also, there's fun aspects of it. But this yeah. is more in line with Mister Sinister just running around. I just want to have fun. If I'm gonna watch an episode that doesn't need to be there and makes no sense, it needs to be fun because this episode was serious, serious, serious. No fun, no jokes, and also just bad writing like literally why is this here i'm sorry we're so mad i'm i am not sorry i'm sure somebody likes this episode and then well, they apologies will to them because we just shit on it for over us. an hour um but we we didn't like it and you didn't have to listen to this episode but we are so glad you did and we appreciate it has nothing to do with it it really has nothing to do with the whole show so if you skip it you won't be missing anything honestly i hope people do skip it this is so skippable and it actually offends me as a queer person and maybe that sounds over dramatic I but i don't it. really no, care i already came into this feeling the same way we saw destiny on x-men evolution we saw mystique wrestling with her emotions and now we are seeing a completely fucking different version of the character for frankly no reason at all and that is offensive to me so whatever anyway i don't know i just like as i said it's no you're it is it is offensive because it's i've stated it when we started the episode i was like i agree you can't take a queer character and shove her back in the closet it just does not work for us it's kind of insulting to the queer community honestly it is anyway so, so yeah, plug time. We, we did this in under an hour. Uh, he's not here because he's also offended that uh, Mystique was not queer this episode. And Pluggy is a queer character. But that's like the the kindest voice I've ever used to call Pluggy. It's like as though I wanted him to show up. I, I, that's like, how Pluggy, crazy we need I feel you. right now. Pluggy, I want I'm you here. No, Pluggy's Pluggy. not here because I'm not letting him in. He comes into my house and like 
if the windows are open, he flies on in. He starts screaming, and I'm trying to like desperately shut the windows before the neighborhood hears that Pluggy's like in somebody's butthole. So like, let's move on from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, go um, for it. Mutantages.com. That's a website. Also, ScienceScene.net. Also, a website that was sent to Beast in an AOL instant message back in 2008 by his maybe fling Mr. Sinister. Uh, that will get you to our podcast website. I'm glad we're paying for that. I am too. I am too. Um, where we have our email address listed, themutantages at gmail.com. We've got a Discord server where people are chatting about this week's episode. They're chatting about San Diego Comic Con. They're chatting about the MCU. And uh, you should join it. And we got a voicemail inbox, 1508-319-1668. You can leave us a message and we will play it on our listener feedback episodes and also read emails, read tweets, read Discord questions sent to us, etc. We'll probably do one of those when we got enough questions. So you should definitely write in. Feel free to tell us if you like this show, by the way. Um not our podcast. Wolverine and the X-Men. Wolverine and the X-Men. I was like, uh, please say the cartoon and not the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We know you like the podcast. You came here. Yeah, we, we'd love to hear what you think about the cartoon. Right. Um, and also, as just a, another way that you can contact us, we have a P.O. Box. P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. We are about to record a, a mail opening episode for our YouTube channel after this, so it's probably already on our YouTube channel by yeah. by this point. Ryan, tell us more about that YouTube channel. Uh, so if you go to The Mutant Ages on YouTube, you can find us doing all of our unboxings from when you lovely listeners sent in some packages or written letters or sometimes cartoon comic books that you've written whatever yes. you want to send us you can send it to our po box and we will open it on our youtube channel we also play through the x-men video games on there and by we it's mostly me playing and maddie commenting telling me what to do and then me not doing it we need to do another one of those by the way because those are fun we do we do it's time um and also we sometimes do screenplay readings of the unproduced screenplays of the x-men mm-hmm. we bring in uh rye t todd and katie for that to do all the voices with us we do. definitely worth watching those and then also if you want to watch us make movies when we were teenagers and react to them mostly x-men parodies you can find those on the channel there's lots of good stuff i suggest checking that out mm-hmm. i also have a youtube channel yes ryan pagella lots of theme park stuff and also i have a twitch channel which uh, I was playing King of Hearts, but I'm just still leveling up Sword. Have you ever? Did you like forget how long it takes to level up characters in those games? Because it is ridiculous. It and, is like, ridiculous. I'm a person who has a job, multiple jobs. <laughs> anyway, so that's something. But I'm also on Twitter at Ryan Pajella and on Instagram at Ryan Pajella Pajella. Maddie, where are you? I'm at Mitty Myers, but you know what else is on social media? This podcast everywhere: uh, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, TikTok, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok. You got it. <laughs> hit new song. Um, those are all the places we are at, and we have T-shirts in our store. There's a link in the episode description, and we also have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheMutantAges, where we post bonus episodes, which are about modern tv shows that cover superheroes and then also whatever the fuck we want like for example there's an episode about halle berry's catwoman and there's an episode about the goonies if you dig back really oh far God. We, we truly just did whatever we want okay well we also just did miss marvel if you want to watch something that's oh yeah relevant. we did we did yes that's true um i need to see thor so we can do an episode about that that's such a fun movie uh but anyway we try to stay up to date and put out bonus episodes to that tier we have several other tiers where you can get other either bonus behind the scenes footage or blooper reels or all kinds of stuff but our highest tier patreon supporters get a shout out on the show uh, hold on um <clears throat> samuel b sorn b zach s who are you i don't know who you are i can't remember you did we date are we married i don't know are we in love i can't remember my memories <laughs> i'm really glad you did wolverine thank you for supporting us on the show at the top tier patreon supporters yes, supporting. oh you. my god i can't even talk what this episode ruined me as a person. I feel like this episode put you to sleep and then also like gave you nightmares and you've like slept poorly because of it. No, it's like the worst episode to watch after like and it's very rare that I have a week where I'm in meetings for five days straight. But if you've ever experienced five days straight of meetings, it sizzles out your brain. It like yes. destroys oh, it. It turns it off. And then I have to come in and watch this episode. I was like, please save me. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's happening? I know. You don't deserve this. All right. So next week will be better. I know. We're going to have a great time. Um, so thanks for sticking with us through this episode because clearly Whatever we were struggling. But also, if you can't afford to support the Patreon, please consider leaving us a review and uh, sharing the show with your friends or family or enemies or haters <laughs> or I don't know who. Well, we have to remember who they all are first because yes. our memories are gone. Yeah, you can share I know. that and visit our store and our Patreon and leave mm-hmm. us a rating and a review on any podcast listening app. That's it. That's it. We made Thank it. God. We survived. Next week, we'll see you next. I'm ready for some Mojo Vision action with the Golden Girls. Take us to the Mojo Verse, please. <laughs> please, if that's saying something, if you would rather be in the Mojo Verse than whatever the fuck this is, I the would. things are bad. Okay. I know. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. See you next time. The Mutant.